Podcast, the Week 12 edition. Joseph White here alongside Mr. Ryan Paulson. We got two slates to walk you through. Kind of a generic overview slate. Just had the, the first one. Uh, I'll go out on a limb and say our favorite slate of the year, blown up uh, with some news today. But here we are. We're going to analyze some games. We're going to pick some games. And hopefully we're going to make some money. Why, Ryan? Thanksgiving's canceled, but we're going to try. Even even if it's canceled, we still need the new pair of shoes. We're going to work toward it. We'll figure it out. Uh, you know, the, the, the postponement of the, the Baltimore-Pittsburgh game is an absolute heartbreak. Um, because that three-game slate is... It's the perfect slate. I love three games. Yeah. I mean, you're live all day, theoretically, which is a big thing. Yep. Yep. And now they didn't move. They did not move the games back. It is still going to be 1230 and 430. And I did see that DraftKings removed Baltimore and Pittsburgh from the slate. They are not including it on Sunday and holding our money for four days. Heartbreak. So, is, will so there, will there, and and so there won't be there won't be any Baltimore Pittsburgh even in the Sunday main slate. No, I believe it it will be yeah. added. I think, okay. but some people were speculating that Thanksgiving might not get graded until Sunday, including Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Gotcha. No, but they, they did not do that. They're just telling you you got plenty of time to to make your lineup adjustments if you've already got it in. Yeah, right, that, and right. that seems so, fair. And I'm I'm glad that. I'm glad that we'll at least get a piece of the of the whatever the running back situation ends up in uh, in, in Baltimore because that was I mean that that was a play right pick pick whatever 4K running back you wanted in Baltimore and and kind of build a value lineup around that now you know that was the play for this this Thursday it opened up a lot of possibilities you're not going to get that um, but you can get a little bit of it Sunday which which I like and we'll get to Sunday in a minute but we'll we'll start. You know, uh, Sunday, when we get to it, it'll just kind of be, you know, there's still so much news, you know, even in a normal year, Wednesday is, is a tough day because there's still so much, so many practices and so much news to be produced throughout the rest of the week. Um, but now with, with, you know, in the era of the coronavirus, who knows who's even going to make it to Sunday, unfortunately. So, you know, we're working through all that. We'll give you a generic overview of Sunday, but we'll start with, with you know, the tattered remains of the Thursday slate uh, and at quarterback with a quarterback who's, you know, going to be one of the highest on quarterbacks in the history of fantasy. Yeah, I mean, look, we love Deshaun Watson. You're going to play him. I'm going to play him. We're all going to play him. That's the problem. So how do you get over that ownership? So as we go position by position – you're just going to have to think about the cumulative ownership in your lineups. I'm going to have them. It's just I don't want to stuff them with all the chalk on top of that. And now I am definitely going to have way more Stafford, Andy Dalton, Alex Smith than I would have with this Baltimore and Pittsburgh game still on the slate. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, Stafford was my quarterback um, of the week, any, of the day anyway. You know when 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 the 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 Pittsburgh Baltimore game was live, I still like Stafford for you know sixteen hundred dollars cheaper than Watson in, in a what I expect to be a bit of a bounce back game for Detroit, uh, a game with a pretty high total on a short week fifty one um, 
a Thanksgiving Day game in Detroit when all manner of things can happen. And, you know, Watson in a vacuum is the best play, obviously, but with the ownership numbers and at that price, 7,400, I really like Stafford in what could be a little bit of a shootout game here. Um, So Stafford I really like. Beyond that, you know, Dalton looked good last week. I don't know how much I don't know how much you want to bank on Andy Dalton having two good games in a row. Alex Smith though has just been slinging the ball all over the place since he got that job. So I, I like him as the cheapest uh, starter on the slate. Yeah, I'm gonna have all four of these guys. It's just a matter of how much. Yeah, yeah, and just gonna try to heavily correlate. Like if I'm playing Andy Dalton, I'm probably not gonna play Zeke. Probably gonna play Amari and C.D. Lamb. Mm-hmm. or Gallup and Schultz. Yep. And if I play Alex Smith, I'll probably fade Antonio Gibson in that lineup, load up on Terry McLaurin, and um, I, don't, I don't even know who else is on the football team, <laughs> to be quite honest. Right. I mean, that's it's Terry McLaurin. I mean, that, that leads you kind of to, to running back, and like, what do you do in the running back position at, at this, in in this, I, I don't know, whatever, this this garbage here? Um I'm not. I'm not sure any of it is anything you're really interested in. I think running back is the best position on the slate. Really? I mean, you, I mean, you I wanna, like Elliott. I think Swift is going to play a short slate, sixty five hundred dollars. DeAndre Swift. I guess. Well, they ruled they ruled Galladay out and they ruled Amendola out, and Swift is questionable after getting in limited practices this week. So mm-hmm. if he plays, the mark of Q there. I think is going to keep his ownership down enough that I'll probably get in on him. Like if he was fully healthy, I think we'd really like to play him based yeah. on his usage last game. Yep. But Elliot's too cheap. You know, he had a great game last week. Uh, he's going to be very popular. You know, any casual player that might not be playing every week like we do, he's the most recognizable name on the slate. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be mega chalk. I, I kind of like Duke Johnston in this type of game. How do we feel about Duke? I never, I never kind of liked Duke Johnson. I mean, I, I know he played him last week, given uh, given all the discounts at running back, um, but it's it's not really anything that I'm I'm super interested in. I mean, the last three games he's had six and a half points, five and a half points. He did have a 16 point game in Week Nine, um, but it's I don't know. I just I, I also don't know if this is a running game as much as it is a, a sneaky shootout game here. I, I think this could be a pass catchers game. So that, you know, may, maybe you like Swift a little more. He can, you know, he's getting five targets, five targets, four targets, five targets his last four games. Um, I just, w- without, without the value, the glaring value in Baltimore, it's hard for me. That's fair. Um, Antonio Gibson's fine, but he's like two thousand more dollars than Legarrette Blunt two years ago, and that's exactly the type of player he is because he doesn't catch passes. Yeah, but that Legarrette Blunt game was was amazing. Um, but I but I I think you you chose the optimal word there. It's fine. There are a lot of guys in this slate who are fine, but yep. not anyone it, it, at running back particularly. Not anyone I think you're excited about playing with the with the, the exception I think of Swift. If if we're convinced he's healthy, and even there you've got to swallow a little bit of that price. But, you know, okay, fine. You know, wide receiver I think is where we find the favorite play on the board, and that's Terry McLaurin if he's fully healthy. Two of them, really. Terry McLaurin fully healthy against the 31st-ranked pass defense. I love him. Uh, 
And add to that with Kenny Galladay out, you know, Marvin Jones here for Detroit. Um, and again, I keep saying it, a little bit of a sneaky shootout game to me. Love both. Um, I kind of want to like lump in everybody together. Who do you think the field will gravitate towards? Because I think McLaurin's going to be way up there. McLaurin. And McLaurin. I think Go ahead. Fuller and Cooks right there too. Yeah, McLaurin is going to be um, crazy owned. Uh, I think Fuller will as well because um, he, he I think, is – you know he and Cooks, right, because you know, a- anyone who's trying to stack that – that Watson play a little bit is going to split their time between those two, probably obviously leaning toward Fuller even at his price. Um, so those three guys I think are going to be the highest three owned receivers. And then you can sneak in with Marvin Jones or either of the Washington, or, um, excuse me, not Washington, either of the Dallas uh, receivers. I like CeeDee Lamb this week. Um, I think those are pretty good plays. I like, I like wide receiver this week and I liked it before. Um, I was kind of excited to play a $4,300 Willie Sneed, but oh well. I was kind of excited to play a $4,300 Willie Sneed, he says. Look. I love it. Willie Sneed has 25 targets in his last four games, and and, and Lamar Jackson is going to be under pressure when that game is played. So I kind of liked him. I'm not gonna lie. I'm very happy. I can't light money on fire with Marquise Brown again. I mean, I, I'm just I'm done with the I'm done with this guy. Hey, Logan Thomas so is like, on this slate, buddy. You want you want a piece of that oh action? God. Yeah, we have to. We have I mean, to. Yeah, because because with Ebron out, um, who's gone four of his last five games over ten at tight end, you know Dalton Schultz is the only other name I've got, and he's thirty eight hundred dollars. <laughs> It's a gross slate. It is. It really is. Um, like it has. It has become a, a really bad slate. To wrap up wide receiver, look, I love McLaurin. I love Fuller. Uh, I like Cooper less than Lamb, but I think the field will too. Mm-hmm. I like Marv. Marv's the alpha, de facto alpha. Yep. In Detroit now, so you got to like that. Yeah, like I, I think a way to get different is if you're playing Deshaun, you pair him with two receivers. Fuller mm. and Cooks, Fuller and Kuti, yep. Fuller and Akins, you know, whoever. But just try to, like, stack the game now. Right. Um, Quintez Cephas might see run for the Lions. Like, we just got to get a little bit different in certain yeah. places. Sure. Leave, leave money on the table, maybe. Um, but it gets gross down here in a big hurry. But Gallup is cheap. Kuti is cheap. Now that we don't have the Gus Edwards chalk, you want to get in Watson with all the other high-priced guys, you might have to get uncomfortable at one slot. Right. Right. Um, I, I will just say, you know, you've got a 51-point total in Houston, Detroit, and a 47-point total in uh, – or excuse me, a 46-point total in Washington, Dallas. So, you know, there, there is a narrative that has you just stacking uh, Houston, Detroit, and hoping – and, and I, I don't hate it. Uh, tight end, do you have anything beyond, you know, Dalton Schultz and Logan Thomas? Hawkinson? I suppose. What's – I mean, do, do you let – me, let me ask you this. Swift, um, uh, Marvin Hall, and Hawkinson. Rank the three uh, you'd most like to play here in order. Mm. Swift. 
I think a slight edge to Hawkinson over Marv. Interesting. Interesting. I, it's it's tough. You know, I'll probably do both of those. Yeah. No, I mean that's fair. And, yeah, and I his, might even do all three. And and his his numbers. I mean, forty seven hundred dollars is a big price. Um, but it's not a slate where there's a ton of money that you're spending other places. So, you know, for eleven three, not great two weeks ago, but 15, 14, 17, you know, those are his last five games there. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that is a place to spend some money. Um, God. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going into this slate with the TJ Hawkinson is my big spend. Like we said, yeah. gross slate. Defense. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Dalton to Dalton. Makes sense. We like Logan Thomas. And then just because Houston's without Randall Cobb and Stills, I think that opens up a little bit more for the tight ends, whether that's Aikens or Fells, or if they run two tight end sets. Mm-hmm. So if you just want a full punt, like even cheaper than Schultz and Thomas, and you need that extra money, yep. it's a way to get into Houston differently. Yeah, I mean, Aikens, I think Fuller, Cooks, and Duke will be way more popular. Yeah, Aikens had six targets last week, so there's there's a narrative there. For sure, for sure. Um, so I think those are the only guys in play. Yeah. Uh, defense, anything really in play for you other than Dallas at 28? I like Dallas, and I would maybe take a shot on Houston, but with it, it might just be Dallas across the board for me. Yeah, just Alex Smith at know. home. And and it's and that's not because Dallas is good. It's just Alex Smith at home, I'll take a shot. Maybe some football team, if you have the money, just to get up to get different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you can. That's where we're at, Joe. It's not great. All right, drop the music. Let's just recap the slate. <laughs> Shall we? Uh, go ahead. You start. Thanksgiving slate. Oh, <laughs> I was I was happy. Play LeGarrette Blunt again. But, uh, Let's just run that back. That's where it is, ago. right? If, you know, hey, Amari Cooper last year broke well, – not, not last year. Is it the year before? Broke our hearts with, you know, three-touchdown game uh, – we, we were trending in all the right directions, had no Amari Cooper, and he had, you know, nine touchdowns. Broke our hearts. That's like it's like one of those things that it's like such a momentous occasion in life. I'll forever remember where I was when Amari Cooper did that to us. Just broke the slate. Absolutely yeah, awful. That was tough scenes. Uh, let's, let's go straight to Sunday um, and, and take a look here. Again, we, we, we may not even drop the music at the end. We may just give you some generic things to look at here. Um, and we'll start where we always do a quarterback where there's there's all the high price folks to play. You want Murray at 8200 in Foxborough? I mean, the numbers back it up. 20, 31, 42, 41, 29, 30. Those are his last 6 games. But, you know, a little bum shoulder in Foxborough, 1 o'clock. I'm not sure I want to pay that 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 price. Mahomes, sure. You know, one game under 20 this year at 8k. But for me, it starts below that. I'm looking at uh, at that Buffalo, excuse me, Charger or Buffalo Los Angeles matchup. Either quarterback there, Allen at 76, Herbert at 72. I love both of those guys. Uh, I think Kyler and Mahomes are fine. You yeah, know, they're they're probably not going to kill you, but do they have a really big ceiling? It's hard to say. Right. You know, they're both pretty expensive, whereas Allen and Herbert are kind of around the same price. Mm-hmm as they have been. And I think that game will remain close and I think it can turn into a shootout. And I like both of those guys, easy stacking partners on both sides. You got Diggs, you got Allen. 
Mike Williams has been seeing a lot of looks. Hunter Henry's been I was just going to say, let's, let's, weeks. let's just jump ahead a few position groups and, and mention Hunter Henry. My guy. It's going to break my heart again. But, yep. you know. And I do see that Lamar Jackson and Ben Roethlisberger are in the player pool. Yep. Yep. I see that as well. Um, that being said, not really into either of them for the whole slate. Right. Uh, same. You know, Newton, Cam Newton at 6,400's got that got that 30th defense. that, that it, it glows green right at you. Um, but at 6,400, you know, I, I, you could, but he's kind of a pass for me. Um, you know, Bridgewater coming back from the injury against Minnesota, you know, 20 points, 31 points in his last two games when he was healthy. The injury, even though he's a full go here, um, doesn't have any sort of a designation. Still gives me a little bit of pause. Taysom Hill with the massive price jump to 6,200. That's That intrigues me because Denver, you know, especially in Denver, could be running for his life. And if he's running for his life, we're going to get some rushing yardage there. But that's a that's such a massive price jump for 4,800 last week. I don't think anybody's going to play Taysom this week. That's my... my, my. My first read on that is like, oh, all right, 4,800. We had a big game out of them. I think a lot of people are like, including myself, is like, okay, we got away pretty well there. 25 was fantastic. Can he replicate that in Denver and get two rushing touchdowns again? Maybe. Yeah. So I think he's interesting just for the sole fact that I don't think he's going to be very popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next guy for me that just kind of jumps off the page, uh, it's the same game and they're both cheap, Matt Ryan and Derek Carr. Not the – like the – the type of quarterback we're trying to roster this year, guys who can run, who can score on their on their legs without having to throw it. These guys are pocket passers, but a game environment that might lead to a shootout. Yeah. So I, I like both of those guys quite a bit. Yeah, I could see either of those uh, guys. Um, I, I haven't been excited to play at any point this year and haven't really shown like um, a need for me to be excited. I mean, Matt Ryan started off, started out of, out of the gate hot, 28 and 29 weeks, one and two, he's got a 35 point game in there week six, but he's always just kind of hovering in that middle range or low range. Um, kind of hit or miss Matt Ryan, Derek Carr. I mean, Derek Carr is just kind of middle of the road, Derek Carr, but he's getting it done. Um, and then the number's 55. So that's real. Um, Below that, I don't think there's much, except I will just mention that Danny Dimes is a $5,500 quarterback. He is a five-and-a-half-point favorite against a Joe Burrowless Cincinnati, and he had 22 points last game. You know, he's gone He's gone above 18 three of his last four games, and that pays off uh, that price. Just mention it. I like Dimes, too. He runs. Cincinnati season is over. The Giants are a half a game out of first place. Meaningful football being played for the Giants. It's just Gotta amazing. love that. Can I can I interest it's you? It's amazing. Can I interest I you in, in any Mike Glennon against Cleveland? No. Forty six hundred dollars. Nope. Mike Glennon. He could be free, and I don't know if I'd roster him. The Glennon Shark stack. Nothing. All right, running back. <laughs> I can't, I can't endorse Mike Lennon. No, of course you he can't. He lost a job to Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, it's not good, guys. It's really bad. You know? It's really bad. Um, so let's, Running let's, back. Running yeah. back looks nice. I mean, we can Dalvin. 
You can always dab in though. Good lord, that's expensive. $9,500 uh, is just – I mean I, I know we were playing McCaffrey at 10K last year, but 9500 is so expensive. But when you consider 30 points last week, 15 in week 10, don't love that, but 42 and 51 uh, the two weeks before that. You know, tasty matchup against Carolina, who's the 30th ranked against rushing defense or fantasy defenses, fantasy running backs, excuse me. Um, you can absolutely cook. What do you do underneath that? Uh, not Alvin Kamara, who got one target last week in Taysom Hill's first start. Shock. I think that's a pretty easy avoid this week. That Yeah, that's not good. Shocking. It just seems like the entire the entire offense has shifted a little bit. So we'll see if that changes, but we don't love that game environment anyway. So mm-hmm. uh, I think Kamara's an easy fade. Henry's got a tough matchup against Indy. They tend to bottle up the run very well, and he doesn't catch passes either, so I'm pretty good avoiding that. Josh Jacobs, another guy who doesn't catch a lot of passes, but catches a great matchup against Atlanta. Right. And if Vegas is in this game, Jacobs could get 25 or 30 touches. Yeah, if it's close. Um, and Atlanta isn't running away with it, and I don't, I don't think you should expect Atlanta to run away with it. Um, that that's a pretty good script for for Jacobs. Yeah, um, I don't really know what to do with the Cleveland guys because they're both playing so well. But even if they're splitting, even sixty forty against Jacksonville, starting Mike Lennon, they're probably going to be in control from the jump. Mm-hmm. And Cleveland loves to run the football, so. They're at least interesting based on volume and yep. matchup. You know, we know it's going to be a split. It's not like we're playing Chubb and hoping he doesn't get pulled in the forward. Like we know it's going to be a split. Right. So that's interesting. Uh, Mike Davis, interesting as well. He kind of had a nice bounce back game last week without McCaffrey. So uh, more than we'd like to pay for him, but at the same time, he's in play. Uh, Edward Solaire, that usage has kind of been up and down. We can't really trust that when they're playing Daryl Williams and Lev Bell and passing situations. Mm-hmm. Don't really like that. Uh, your your boy again, James Robinson. Yeah, seems a little too cheap now. Yep, I mean sixty three hundred bucks. It's a that's a price decrease last week. I mean he only put up eleven last week, um, but I mean they they were they were out of that game pretty quick. Um, and I I don't know I don't know you know in an Odell Beckham list. Cleveland, can you expect Cleveland to just run away from anyone, even the the Jags? Like I I don't think you're looking at a twenty one nothing game here for Cleveland out and, and they just are maintaining a twenty one point lead. I think it's comfortable. I think um I, I think to your point about Chubb and Hunt, like they're gonna be the main focus of that offense, and they already are. Um so that they're gonna be getting, you know, the 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 running yardage there. But my point, I guess, is that James Robinson isn't going to be out of the game from a flow perspective at any point. So uh, that's that. That's totally agree. And we we get the uh, the discount as well. And mm-hmm. you also got to think with Glennon starting that they're probably going to try to feature Robinson as much as they can. Right. I I don't see them trying to just throw bombs with Mike Glennon. Right. No. Totally. To- I mean, I hope not. Let's let's be honest. Um, you know, as as we keep climbing lower, you know, there are guys with with good matchups, right? Uh, Jonathan Taylor's got a great matchup, and he did get twenty carries, um, twenty two carries last week, got ninety yards, uh, so he's interesting. Um, 
Damian Harris, maybe $5,800, only got 11 rushes last week, but, you know, 22 the week before. If if this is a kind of grind New England performance that they're trying to put on, I could see that. But it, it gets to Kalen Balage before there's anyone I'm really excited to play. And, you know, Balage has only turned in, you know, 16, 15, and 14 in his last three games, but the touches are there, 15, 18, and 16 with another 7-5-2 and two in terms of reception numbers. He got nine targets last week. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, this is a shootout. So uh, I think I think the Herbert, um, Herbert Allen stack is, is, is real, but I think Balazs is going to get a lot of opportunities to catch balls there in that game. Yeah, absolutely. He got a little banged up on the first drive. He did come back, and he played a lot after that. But you wonder if that impacted – his usage and his effectiveness last week, but looks like Eckler is about ready to return, but not this week is my understanding Mm -hmm. so far. So last opportunity to get uh, a cheap chargers running back in a great, great game environment. So definitely like him cheaper than that. It's really hard to put your finger on anything right now. You know, the the Kenyon Drake and chase Edmonds split don't really want a piece of that. The only other guy that I see popping right now for cheaper is your boy Wayne Gallman, 5K. Yeah, and and you know, if, if you believe the spread, that this may become a, a Gallman game because the, the Giants are out front of that. I mean, as a Giants fan, I would never tell you to put stock in that at all. Uh, on the other side of that game, I mean, Gio Bernard's 5,700. I'm going to say that's a stay away from me. Uh, I'd want him cheaper than that. Um, I know he's the option there. Um with Mixon on IR, but the Giants aren't a terrible run defense, and who knows what that offense is going to look like now. I'll just mention, uh, we mentioned them earlier, but, you know, Edwards, Hill, they're, they're, they're here on this slate now, and they're 4K, or at least uh, they were on the Thursday Gus slate. Edwards is 5,200. I was going to say, they've, they've probably updated the pricing. You're absolutely right. So Gus Edwards, 5,200. That's a little more than I want to play pay. But if he's the number one running back in that offense, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if he was 4K, it's almost like an autoplay. Right. So now it's a decision. So I'm with you. It's a a tough matchup, but I still think he's probably in play. Yeah. At least in consideration. Good, uh, good on DraftKings there. Justice Hill is still 4K. Um, But I mean, look, it's, it's Gus Edwards, I think, is the clear number one, but... Interesting there, Justice Justice Hill at 4K. Moving up that depth chart with with uh, It's interesting. Yeah. It's a it's a speculative hope play. Uh, but an option. Yeah. Much more in play on a three game slate than a full slate. You know, we'll we'll have to see what yeah, Friday brings fair. with all the injury news and reports. Yep. So uh interesting. Uh wide receiver, a lot of names here. Um we mentioned a couple of them. Uh, Allen and Diggs at, at the top end as as your stack partners with with uh, Allen and Herbert, oddly enough. Uh, Tyreek, 7,800. I mean, his last three games, 30, 36, 26. Um, you, what else can you say about pretty much anyone in the Chiefs offense at this point, uh, especially the pass catchers? Uh, below that, you know, what, what do you do with Michael Thomas in this game? Yeah, I'm not really into him. I think he's still too priced up for the Saints offense. It's just not that explosive. And 
I don't know. He could catch 10 balls for a hundred yards and not get in the end zone. And you're, I guess you're fine with that, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't love him. What about you? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I like the 12 targets last week, um, that, that he got, but it's, it's hard. You know, you're, you're playing, if, if you're playing Taysom, um, at his price this week, you're doing it because you're hoping for rushing yards, not for some sort of connection with, with Michael Thomas. Right. So it's hard. He's probably a stay away, especially when you can get, you know, Jefferson at 6,300 for Minnesota, the possibility of no Adam Thielen, uh, you know, DJ Moore, 6,200. He's improving, um, throughout the year. I, I, I really like, you know, some of what some of these Carolina receivers are becoming, um, 25 last week, 20 the week before, a couple of down weeks there, um, those two weeks, but good matchup. Yeah, I love Justin Jefferson this week, obviously. I mean, looks like we're going to miss dealing with COVID, so uh, I don't think that's going to be a secret by any means, but he's an amazing play. Uh, the Atlanta guys will be interesting in those Vegas and Atlanta stacks. They both have questionable tags right now. I think Julio might be the one that might miss. Mm-hmm. I think Ridley's going to be fine. Um, Cooper Cup, target monster. San Francisco can keep that game close. I'd have interest, but maybe not on his own. The Carolina guys, you're absolutely right. You know, Now that McCaffrey's been gone, we saw Mike Davis the first couple of games without McCaffrey be the guy, and then it turned into the wide receiver show. Yeah. So – Definitely like the DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson calls there, and it correlates very well with the Justin Jefferson and or the Dalvin Cook. Uh, what do we make just in general with Tampa Bay? It, you know, it feels like I, I, I don't know what to do with Brady in general. I mean, not, not from a fantasy standpoint. This is kind of a, a, more, a more meta question because, uh, I mean, Brady's making some throws. We've been saying this for, like, the last six years. Like, oh, man, Brady's making some throws. They're just atrocious. And then, you know, Brady ends up being there in the end because he's Tom Brady. But, yeah, it's continuing. You've got three bona fide studs in Evans, Godwin, and and Brown, at least, you know, on the playing field, right? And and none of them are, are chart toppers anymore. It, you know, we, we, we're not... You know, it's it's Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, and we're not out so you know doing our solo thing, putting up gold records. We're all in an ensemble here, which is a terrible metaphor because they were probably all better as an ensemble than they were separately. I don't know what I'm doing with that, but anyway, here we are. I, I loved all of that. I got to tell you, uh, they they do cannibalize each other. That's a you great know, way to put you it. You know who's if you know who's going to have the ceiling game, then you're probably going to win a lot of money this weekend because I don't right I couldn't tell you you know you want to play the matchups or think you got a good read on who's going to get the ball he's throwing Antonio Brown the football yeah well it's gonna happen yep go ahead it's just it's it's just like small out routes yeah you know curl routes like they're really not taking shots down the field that's Evans so theoretically Evans probably has the most upside Godwin you you would think is Mr. Reliable but he's throwing the football to Antonio so much. You got Gronk in the mix. You got two running backs in the mix. In terms of daily fantasy, it's almost a wipe my hands of this. And I, I'm good with probably just not playing any of them. Yeah, I mean, and as like a team, I don't know. Yeah, you're, you're telling. If, I mean, if you're telling me that I'm going to get a $5,700 receiver who got 13 targets last week, and he's going to be in a game where, where his team's going to be chasing, like okay, then I guess I should play Antonio Brown, right? Um, 
outside of that, you know, Evans and Godwin, you're right. I, I, I don't know which one to here, – here's the only thing I know. I don't want Evans when Tampa Bay is playing the Saints. That's it. That's the only thing I'm certain of because he gets shut down um, by the Saints. And that's it, right? Beyond that, I don't know anything about that team, period, except the JPP can play. Certified, still good. Yeah, like the team is good. It's just it kind of comes and goes with Brady. The defense got rocked by Jared Goff, which was surprising. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. They're probably going to get rocked by Mahomes too. So not really sure. And Patrick Mahomes, I, he does I, that. I, I said it in our preview pod. I'm like it's not going to surprise me if Tampa Bay wins the Super Bowl. It's not going to surprise me if they miss the playoffs. I still feel the same way. With eleven weeks of evidence that's, and Antonio Brown in the mix, that's a pretty fair. It's a pretty fair assessment. Uh, cheaper wide receivers, anybody? I mean, I've got names here. You know, Shepard has has gone above ten in five of his six healthy games uh, for the Giants. Sterling Shepard, he's fifty one hundred. You know, Nelson Aguilar is just he's just catching balls, man. 21, 2, 14, 25, 15, 14. Those are his last six games. You know, Demir Bird got a ton of targets. He's forty one hundred dollars. If you believe that the Cardinals are going to get out in front of that game and, and New England's going to be chasing, I mean, I guess you can play any of those three. Um, but, you know, AB at 57 is is probably the bottom of my range in terms of in terms of plays I feel good about. And with everything we just said, that's, that's a pretty tempered uh, good. Yeah. Um, Bobby Trees at 5,800. Got a lot of work. He always gets those like jet sweeps. So he just gets a ton of work. Just an amazing a great nickname. game against Tampa. Got a lot. It still is. It, I love it. It's I'm going to beat it to nickname. death too. Yep. Um, the Jacoby Myers chalk flopped pretty hard last week, but this is a game where yes. they might need to throw more. Yep. And after burning a lot of people, probably going to get some discounted ownership. So he's interesting. Mm-hmm. I like the Giants guys. I like Shepard and Slayton just because this is a game where they could really open it up and Jones could have a lot of success here. I can't show believe me I game. just called him Jones. A show me game. Yeah, it's weird. A show me game from Dimes and the Giants offense. Or right. Or they lose by two touchdowns because they're playing somebody no. not in the NFC East. Who's starting for the Bengals? Ryan Finley? Sure. And he's, he's, who's Brandon? Brandon Allen starting this week? Ryan Finley? I, like, who are these people? He sounds good enough to beat the Giants. Uh, okay, fair. That's fair. Um, the cheap end is tough. Uh, I like the Demir Bird call. He finally had an offensive game, even though he like never comes off the field. So you gotta love that in a game. Like he, he really yeah. does, and he plays like a hundred percent of the snaps. So he actually finally put some production into the box score. So you love that. Way cheaper than Myers. In a game environment, we do like, so we definitely like him quite a bit. And just like on the like the mega cheap end, um, I, I don't know, Denzel Mims looks like a competent receiver for the Jets. I've been playing him a little bit every Keep week. Keep playing he's that fine. Denzel Mims. He's, he's going to be good. Yeah. I, I feel like, like he, could... he looks like a legit receiver. Do the Jets win a game this year, yes or no? Uh, no. They're really bad. Oh, you know, and, and if I'm a Jets fan, what are you hoping for? I don't want to go no. 16. I don't want to go 0 16. Give me one. What if that means getting the number two pick and the Jags sneak up and you uh, miss out on Trevor Lawrence? I really don't want to go 0 16, but I, 
fine. Because, I mean, who really remembers, like, yeah, everyone remembers that the Lions went 0-16, but you don't really remember anything about that team other than, was Megatron on that team that went 0-16? I have no I idea. He I can't had remember. to be, right? I, I, or maybe, I, I guess he could have retired before, like, and then they went 0-16. So here's, here's, here's the question that will kind of prove the point. I don't remember if that was before, during, or after Megatron. I can't remember. Same. So, so I get. I guess. That, I guess there's that point. Uh, tight end. You know, Waller, Henry. Can you give me another name that isn't Waller and Henry? Because that's where I've landed. Travis Kelsey. Is that cheating? It's cheating. <laughs> More expensive <laughs> is cheating. Yes. Hunter Henry. <laughs> I mean, you know, now that I mentioned Ebron on the on the Thursday slate uh, section here and not getting him, I was more excited to play him on a three-game slate than I am to play him on the full slate at $4,100. Um, you know, Noah Fant is, is even more expensive than that with less production but maybe a higher ceiling. Um, I mean, it, it really is maybe for me just, just Waller and Henry. It's got to be somebody cheap that we can jam in here. Tight end has been this way all year, my friend. Yeah. Like Kelsey's great if you have the money. But then you get below that and below Waller, who's uh, – I back you up 100% there. He's a great play. You got Engram, who's fine, you know, but he could be phased out early if the Giants get up. Mm-hmm. And then you got Fant, who's fine. You got Hayden Hurst, who's fine. Austin Hooper, who's fine. That's just kind of how I feel about the whole slate. It's just like these guys are fine. Yeah. How about it works with like a correlation or something? How about Jordan Reed at 3,600? A healthy Jordan Reed in the game they're going to be chasing in, you got to expect. That's it. That's definitely interesting. Yeah. I think, and I I think that's, that's where it bottoms out for me, which is, which is a bummer because I'm always looking for that, that, you know, Dawson Knox, Tyler Croft, you know, $3,000 running back. Or running back, tight end, excuse me. Um, but there, there really just isn't anything down there that 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 you're gonna want to be interested in. Yeah, not as of five uh, ten on Wednesday afternoon. Right, that is for sure. You know, hopefully, I, I guess I, I don't know. I don't wish injuries upon people, but you know, come Friday's injury reports, I'm hoping we have some more value right. and some more clarity on a lot of situations where we can start to consolidate here. Yep. You know, we're trying to get out in front of the uh, the Thanksgiving holiday, but you got to remember, a lot of teams who play Sunday, they're just not operating their typical weeks right now, so we just don't have that information yet. Yep. Uh, defenses, uh, it, it is as always just a scroll to the bottom and find the cheapest that we can we can play with. Um, I mean, at the bottom, you got a Jacksonville defense that's twenty one hundred dollars and is getting Baker Mayfield. Um, there are worse plays than that. Um, but Minnesota 23 is interesting to me. Um, less interesting to me now that, now, now that, you know, Teddy Bridgewater is, is definitively back. Um, when it, when I started making my notes, it was, it was still a little bit of a question mark. Um, and so then, then we take a jump to Cleveland and, and the giants at 31, $3,200. Yeah. I like the full punt this week. There's a lot of them that I think you can just mix and match and hope, um, as much as I like Atlanta, I think the Raiders are fine at 2.3K. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like your Jags for the bare minimum. Uh, the, the Jets against, I don't know who's playing quarterback this week yet. Uh, assuming they go back to Tua, I, I think the Jets are fine. And if they stick with Fitz, I think the Jets are fine. 
the Bengals against Dimes, just because Dimes, you know. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. That's fair, and I appreciate uh, I appreciate you not saying it out loud. Uh, the Vikings two point three k. The Broncos against Taysom two point two k. The Titans against Phil Rivers two point four k. Yeah. I'm just probably going to be in here. I yeah. just don't want to pay up for defense. No, nope. you're at, that's absolutely fair. Um, and and I think the right strategy. Let's uh, let's let's take a punt this week on the drop in the music, just because there's there's so much uh, to be worked out between now and Sunday. And though I should take an absolute punt, probably for the rest of my life on on teasers, um, we are in an absolute downward spiral. I've, I've got a three teamer here for you. Miami against the Jets. This is a six point tease. Miami against the Jets. You get them to minus 0. 0.5. Uh, Seattle. Against the Eagles, you get them to plus one. And the Packers against the Bears, you get them to minus two and a half. So Miami, minus a half. The Packers, minus two and a half. Seattle, plus one. That's plus 140. What loses, Mr. Paulson? Nothing. And throw in Carolina, plus four and a half earlier this week. Uh, That's been bet down. We circled that in my book at plus four and a half earlier this week. We'll take that. Uh, spread picks, you know, not the tailspin, still above 500, but ba- ha- barely hanging on by a thread. Just We're just looking not to lose. Have a happy... There's still plenty of time. We, we can still make a comeback, you know? The teasers are, are mega under 500, but there's always time left. Um, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Have a great week. See you next week. Gobble, gobble.